Leadership and the Angus breed are synonymous with each other. Hi, I'm Miranda Ryman, Senior Associate Editor for the Angus Journal, and we've been visiting with the eight candidates vying for five seats on the Board of Directors. Listen in today as we drop into Kentucky. Here on the phone, I've got Henry Smith, former Angus cattleman from Russell Springs, Kentucky. Uh, Henry, let's just start right at the beginning. Could you just tell me a little bit more about yourself and your operation? Yes, uh, Miranda. I, I live in South Central Kentucky, and of course, we're looking for a uh, position on the Board of Directors of the American Angus Association. I'm a fourth-generation Angus breeder. I grew up here on a diversified family operation. We had a registered Angus herd. Uh, my family had a small stock here, stocker background in operation. And, of course, being in Kentucky, we grew burley tobacco and corn and soybeans and wheat. Um, we were very active as I grew up uh, in 4-H and FFA. And, uh, my family's been very involved uh, showing our Angus cattle over the years and grew up through the Kentucky Junior Angus Association and in the National Junior Association exhibiting our cattle. My family's been pretty involved in those things over the years. Uh, my father, Bud Smith, was um, advisor to Kentucky Junior Angus for many years and through my age of eligibility. So we've had a lot of experience around those things and those uh, those leadership opportunities through that kind of stuff. Uh, I graduated high school in 1990, uh, continued my college education at Western Kentucky University and animal science and ag education. I was very fortunate to have a passion for for farming and, and, uh, and cattle. And I got an opportunity to buy some property at the age of 18, and I leased a few more acres, and that's kind of how I got my start in the farming industry around here. Fortunate to have done that. Uh, I've always had the passion to come back to the family farm after my education and I had the great privilege to, to work with my family and my grandfather, uh, Bascom Smith, for 18 years and alongside with him. And, and then later uh, with my father, Bud Smith, and uh, worked along here with him for 27 years as a partner in, in what we call Smithland Angus. Uh, Smithland Angus today, you know, we just hosted our 25th annual bull sale. Uh, we market around 100 bulls annually uh, through our sale and through private treaty. And we sell a few females and some select uh, consignment opportunities. Uh, my wife and I, we currently own and manage Smithland Angus together. as uh, We run about 200 registered cows and we have a small commercial herd uh, we use for recips. Uh, we use all kinds of the technology available to make our breeding decisions through AHR, AI, embryo transfer, and, of course, been using genomic information as long as the association adopted that practice. We served in a lot of capacities uh, through local and regional and state organizations. Uh, I've had the great privilege of serving here locally on the our local soil conservation board, uh, county ag improvement council, 
Uh, I was been a president of the Russell County Cattlemen's Association for 10 years. I currently serve on the Kentucky Farm Bureau Board and Board of Directors of First National Bank here. I've uh, been very active in Kentucky Angus Association. I've served about every committee there and uh, served as vice president and president through one term, and I'm back in that officer chain today as vice president. Uh, we have a regional association here in Kentucky of Angus Association called Central Kentucky Angus. Uh, sat on that board for a number of terms and served as president. That's a pretty unique organization to Kentucky. It owns its own land and sale facility. And, uh, that organization has the task to uh, host four consignment sales a year. So. Uh, to uh, breeders in Kentucky, kind of unique to hear. Uh, so had the opportunity to serve in the National Junior Angus Association Executive Committee in 2019 when the show was held here in Louisville. And also in 19, I was privileged to represent the American Angus Association through the foundation as uh, the participant in the Young Cattlemen's Conference that uh, NCBA is affiliated with. Uh, I've also been a, uh, a voting delegate to the annual meeting for 25 years, so representing the, the state of Kentucky. Uh, as far as my family is concerned, I, I married my wife, Melissa, in 1997. We have two children, Brian and Blaine. Uh, my kids are very active in the farm and daily operations here. They have a great love and passion for the farming life and Angus cattle. We participate on a good bit on the showing cattle and the leadership opportunities that the National Association offers them. It's been really fun for me to hear everybody's diverse backgrounds and, and experiences and things like that. So moving on to the next question, what do you think are some things going right in the Angus business today? Well, you know, as far as the beef industry is concerned, uh, you know, we're we're pretty fortunate to be talking about Angus. <laughs> the, uh, you know, uh, we we work with an animal here that's uh, very efficient, very adaptable uh, across this nation. Very fortunate to have that opportunity. I think probably uh, things going well. I think, you know, the most obvious is is just the demand for Angus genetics in the marketplace. You know. Uh, Everywhere on the consumer level, I think we all see CAB sales continue to grow. Of course, that that drives it from the production producer level of things, and uh, our fall sales already up today. You know, going to full swing, and all the reports I've heard, they're increasingly strong from a year ago, and uh, the bull bull demand is very strong. So. I think it's a it's a great time to be in the Angus business and uh, look very very promising in the years to come. And I really appreciate Angus and, and all they do and and how we uh, create the tools that we have. I think it really puts Angus in the position to be successful. I think the technology that we apply to our selection tools through you know EPDs and indexes. I think those things are going to continue to improve and, uh, with the accuracy and the ability to, that they have to describe our cattle 
and doing it uh, as efficiently as they've ever have. And, uh, you know, we're fortunate to have a strong organization. I think got great staff, great leadership, and, and I believe they're all very, very committed to the advancement of our breed. Talking about what's going right is always fun, but let's look kind of the other way. What are some of the challenges that Angus breeders will face in the future, and how do you think the association can adapt to best serve its membership? Um, you know, I know it's been a lot of years. You know, we've all heard just the industry as a whole. I think environmental issues are going to continue to be something as an industry we've all got to be aware of and and, and be responsible for. I think we're going to have to continue that level of consumer confidence that, uh, you know, for for those uh, consuming our product that we produce, and they're going to be more more all the time wanting to know how it's raised and how it's done. But, you know, on Angus Association level, I think, uh, you know, as Angus breeders, we've had a great deal of success for a long time, and and I think it's really important that for our for the Angus breed to stay relevant to this industry is we've got to just continue to lead in, in all the areas of technology um, that we can uh, to give our members the, the tools they need to be productive and efficient. Uh, I think it's going to be real important down the road. It, and, I, and I believe the association can do that, uh, continue implementing those things through our indexes and our EPDs to, just just mainly to keep Angus relevant and, and to keep it accurate, and I think it's going to create the, create the more and more demand for Angus genetics. You mentioned continue to lead, so that goes right into this next question. Tell me a little bit about your leadership style and why you think good leadership matters. You know, I think uh, maybe this is one of the tougher questions, you know, you get on this, uh, this project, and... Uh, but I would consider myself as a, a, a very patient, uh, servants kind of individual. Uh, always try to apply common sense to my decision making. And you know, this is an organization like American Angus. It being a large organization as it is, and with all the entities that it has, it, it takes a lot of good people to make this organization great. So it makes good leaders are very important, and you know they those leaders got to have a major role in in, in really setting the path that uh, moves towards the long term goals of this association. And uh, you know I believe this organization has a great staff and great leadership today, and, and it'd just be an honor for me to to have that opportunity to serve. Is there anything else that you would like people to know before November's annual meeting? You know, as I mentioned, it would be a, a great, great honor for me to, to have an opportunity to serve this association. You know, as if I get the opportunity to get elected, I'll, I would like the, the voting delegation to know and its members that uh, always be a goal of mine to keep the membership's best interest in mind and whatever may become for that board and I'll do all I can to continue to create demand for a registered Angus bull. You know, Henry, as I think about the time commitment that it takes to be a board member 
I just think it's really fantastic that we have such a great slate of candidates willing to put their name out there for consideration. So I thank you for that, and we'll look forward to folks getting to know you a little bit better in Fort Worth. The association's annual business meeting will take place Monday, November 8th, and board elections will occur at that time. For more information, visit AngusConvention.com. To listen to all candidate interviews, please visit AngusJournal.net. Reporting for the Journal, I'm Miranda Ryman.